there. Welcome to episode 58 of the Waveback Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is, which you were just listening to is one of the best title themes of all time. It comes to us from Super Smash Bros. Brawl for the Nintendo Wii, and it is just one of the fantastic original pieces we're going to be listening to this evening. Try your best to stay in bounds, because tonight we talk about the music of the Super Smash Bros. series. Now, before I go any further, I just want to say, the name of this game is Super Smash Bros. I will have none of this Smash Bros. talk on on my show. (laughs) Uh, because it's not Der Mario, it's Dr. <laughs> Mario, all right? <laughs> they Mario. actually say on the title screen, Super Smash Brothers. It's not bros just because it's BROS, period. So no broing it up. No, well, we can bro it up. We can bro oh. it up. Oh. But the name of the game is not Sup- It's not Smash Bros. It's not Super Mario Bros. <laughs> it's not Smash Bros. <laughs> it's Smash Brothers, damn it. <sighs> Name of the game. Sorry, it's, it's a humongous pet peeve of mine. Every time I'm listening to anything and they're like, yeah, I think they're going to talk about the new Smash Bros game. Stop it right there. Smash Bros. This is a safe space, Chris. Guess so. All right. It is now. I'm raining it back in. All right. (laughs) There's a new Super Smash Brothers game on the horizon. And in the very near future, we're going to be hearing all about it at E3 2018. I am beyond hyped. And there is nothing quite like Smash Brothers hype. And for me personally, few things about Smash are more exciting to me than its music. So with a new Smash on the way, we decided that now is the perfect time to dedicate some time to appreciating what the series has to offer. Separating it by game was always going to be a challenge, though, because once you get to the Brawl and Smash 4 soundtracks, they're absolutely immense. I'm talking hundreds of tracks. So what we decided to do was break things down by character. What we're going to do is we're going to be covering only original arrangements that came from Smash Brothers. So um, because Smash is known for also including a ton ton of uh, original music that was straight from the source, as well as making these really awesome new remixes. So We're going to be skipping over all of that other business, and we're just going to focus on the new stuff that was new for Smash Brothers. But this week is going to be a little bit different, um, because we're going to be doing this for a little while now. uh, Mm -hmm. We're going to be talking about most of the characters in the game. You guys Um, might want to sit down and get comfortable. We're going to be here for a minute. Before we get to all the characters, Matt and I wanted to take a a short stroll through the series' four entries and talk about the original compositions that were created for them. Sort of a greatest hits album for the, the four Super Smash Brothers games, Super Smash Brothers, Super Smash Brothers Melee, Super Smash Brothers Brawl, and Super Smash Brothers for Nintendo 3S, Nintendo 3DS, and Wii U, or as I'll be calling it henceforth, Smash 4, because that was a very silly name. <laughs> so yes, this is we're gonna be doing this for I think seven uh the next seven episodes are all gonna be dedicated to different um Smash Brothers collection uh collections of music that I've I've painstakingly uh, collected into uh, track lists that are short enough to fit into episodes. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty happy with what I've come up with. I'm really excited to be doing all these episodes. Uh, so, Matt, hit us with some history. Super Smash Brothers was released for the Nintendo 64 on January 21st, 1999 in Japan and April 26th, 1999 in the U.S. Originally put together by HAL Laboratory as a four-player fighting game with original characters, Masahiro Sakurai, the game's creator, 
showed it to his co-workers and future Nintendo president, Sotoro Awada, who had the idea to put Nintendo mascot characters in the game as a hook to help it sell. To their surprise, after showing a build of the game to Nintendo, the concept was approved and the Smash Brothers was born. Two years later, Super Smash Bros. Melee was released for the Nintendo GameCube on November 21st, 2001 in Japan and December 3rd in the United States, featuring a larger roster, more playable characters, and a considerable bump in graphics and sound, Melee is still played in tournaments today and is considered by many to be the best competitive Smash game in the series. Super Smash Bros. Brawl was released for the Nintendo Wii on January 31st, 2008 in Japan and March 9th, 2008 in the United States. Landing on the immensely popular Wii console quickly made this the best-selling game in the franchise. It once again introduced a considerable bump in graphical performance, as well as more trophies and an unbelievably large soundtrack, an online mode, and the franchise's first third-party characters, Solid Snake and Sonic the Hedgehog. Finally, Super Smash Bros. for the Nintendo 3DS was released on September 3, 2014 in Japan and October 3, 2014 in the United States followed by its Wii U counterpart on November 21st, 2014 in Japan and November 28th, 2014 in the United States. Considered by many to be the most balanced entry in the franchise, Smash 4 features gorgeous graphics, more third-party combatants like Pac-Man and Mega Man, even more music, even more stages, and probably the best overall presentation the franchise has seen to date. It was one of the few massive success stories on the Wii U console and is still played on the professional competitive circuit to this day. The Smash Bros. series has become one of the Nintendo's biggest franchises since its relatively humble beginnings, and with its easy-to-play, difficult-to-master gameplay, combined with its gigantic roster of recognizable characters, it's not hard to understand why. As for the music, which is why we're here, that's a bit more on the complicated side. Since there are many songs in this franchise arranged by many different people, I'm going to go ahead and call out the individual composers for the songs they, as they come up in our playlists. Needless to say, there's a lot of talent here, so we'll get more uh, on those, those folks in uh, just a few moments. So, real quick before we get into the music, let's, let's talk about our history with the game. Matt, Hell yeah! what is your history with the Smash Brothers franchise? So, I actually, uh, my first... Uh... I guess foray with this game was the uh the Wii release, which is um I just read it and I forgot. <laughs> this is Brawl. <laughs> yeah, uh Brawl. Um and I think it was an instant classic as far as I was concerned. And actually the game itself uh, I believe was my first foray into online gaming because the Wii had the capabilities and I remember that very um I remember that that afternoon that I was like, "All right, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go online now, and I think I'm good enough to play some people. I I, I think I'm gonna do it." And waiting for it to boot up and find an opponent, and you know, then then playing, and incidentally beating the crap out of most of them. I I don't nice. know if I was really good or they were really bad, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, yeah, absolutely loved that game. And I, I think one of the things that kind of made me go like, oh, this is awesome, was the fact that they got the IP to Solid Snake and they had him in the in the game. And he was fun, but he wasn't my first choice. Yeah, he was he was weird. I love the story behind him being in that game. It was uh, uh, Sakurai and Kojima were just friends. And Kojima actually asked to put Snake in Melee and it just didn't come together. 
And then he was like, hey, can we put Snake in uh, in Brawl? And they were like, sure, let's do it. Let's go nuts. It'll be awesome. Yeah, it's super cool. I love the um the the secret thing that you can do in Snake Stage, where you can do, have codec conversations with the voice actors from Metal Gear Solid about every <laughs> single character in the game. Like listening to Otacon talk about like Kirby and stuff is hysterical. It's just one of my favorite things in Brawl. I have to look that up. I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh my god, it's amazing! They did oh, it again crap. in Smash Four with a uh, Kid Icarus, which was really great for me, but wasn't as good as the Snake yeah. ones because. You know, Kid Icarus was really goofy to begin with. This is like they got the all the voice actors from Metal Gear Solid to reprise their roles to talk about every single character in the roster. It was outstanding. That sounds awesome. I'm totally going to look that up after this. Oh, definitely do. Uh, I have, as you may probably guess if you know me at all, I've been with this franchise since since the jump. I will never forget. I think it was my friend Bill. Um, Bill Boyer, I think. I was in... I used to do a shift in the school library when I was in high school. And I remember, I was pretty sure it was Bill said, yo, I heard they're coming out with like a Nintendo fighting game with like Mario and Link and they're all going to beat each other up. And I was like, you're out of your mind. They'd never do that. <laughs> <laughs> Little <laughs> like, did we know. Don't get me wrong. It sounds cool, but that's yeah. never going to happen. They'd never let that happen. They just never would. Mm-hmm. And then they announced this game and I was like, what in the world is this? Damn it, Bill. This is crazy. And I remember, like, really, really my head exploding when I saw the, the it was, the, I think the first image I saw of it was the box art. And I was like, oh, my God, it's Samus. Because there hadn't been a Metroid game since Super Metroid. And uh, it pretty much skipped the N64. And I was like, oh, my God, it's Samus. Oh, my God, I can beat the crap out of a Pikachu as Samus Aran? I am <laughs> sold. And uh, which is what I did. I immediately, but you know, when <laughs> game came out, I played as Samus, and I got a lot of joy out of beating up Pikachu because at the time it was like the original Pokemon craze, and I was working in retail, yeah. and people wanted cards, and it was all uh. it was all horrible and nasty. But I spent a ton of time in the original Smash, and unlocking the secret characters was there was only four of them, right? You unlock Luigi, and that's great. I mean, I, I don't remember what the order was, but I remember unlocking Jigglypuff and not caring because it was another P, uh, another Pokemon. But then mm-hmm. I remember unlocking Falcon, and I was like, oh my god, it's it's Captain Falcon from F-Zero. This is amazing. And then I unlocked Ness, and I was like, wait a minute, is that the kid from Earthbound? Holy crap! And I was just mind-blown at that point. And from then on, I was I was so cheesed off that that game didn't include Pit. That it had Ness from Earthbound, but it didn't have Pit from Kid Icarus, which was like one of the original like Nintendo franchises from the NES days. Melee rolls around, and it was again absolutely incredible. The giant jump in graphics, like it just just this was an early close to launch title for the GameCube, and it was so good. It was so much better than the original game. Had so many more characters, and the secret characters were great, and and finding. Finding Marth and Roy from the freaking Fire Emblem series, which I had never even heard of before at that point because it mm-hmm. didn't come out in America and got the trophies. Well, this was the game they introduced trophies. And that was I that was probably where I spent more time than anything in that game is just pouring over every single one of those trophies, uh, including the pit trophy, which was in there. And I was like, oh, I mean, I'm glad oh. he's a trophy, but I'm so <laughs> sad. They're like, well, at least they, didn't, they haven't forgotten about Kid Icarus, it's still like enough to to be a, be a trophy next to Bubbles from Clue Clue Land. So, 
<laughs> sad that Pitt has fallen so far in the ranks, but uh, you know, that was I was just in love with Melee for the longest time. Uh, and then when the the uh, announcement for Brawl hit, and that was like after the E3 press conference, it was like behind closed doors or something. It was just like, oh hey, by the way, I uh, used this new Smash Brothers game. Check this out. And like I remember seeing that trailer, which is absolutely hysterical because it's the the character models from Melee all run out and meet each other in the middle. It was like uh, Link, Mario, uh, Link, Mario, Pikachu, and Kirby. Right. So. So Mar they all do this little thing where they strike a pose and this like magic pours over them and they turn into these super awesome, like hyper detailed new character models. And like Mario, you see all the stitching on his outfit and Link turns into like Link from uh, Twilight Princess or, or whatever. And, yeah, Twilight Princess. And then Pikachu's like a little more detailed. And then Kirby just is exactly the same. And he looks around all confused. <laughs> Because he's Kirby, you can't add more detail. No, yeah, to yeah, <laughs> absolutely hilarious. So that thing, that thing kicks off, and it's like, oh, ah, uh, it's it looks so good. Oh my god, it looks so amazing. And oh, look, there's Meta Knight, and like Meta Knight comes in, and they're like, oh, newcomer Meta Knight. I love Meta Knight from Kirby. This is so cool looking at him fight. And then he dodges an arrow, and like for a split second, my heart just stops. I'm like, no. And they sh they show over, and there's Pit. This amazing new character design of Pit shooting an arrow, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I freaking lost my mind. And then after that, they showed Zero Suit Samus and Wario, and I just, I didn't care about a damn thing, because <laughs> not only was Pit back, but they did this incredible redesign on him, and it was amazing, and I'm like, oh my god, there's gonna be a Kid Icarus stage, and I'm gonna get to hear, like, new Kid Icarus music, this is so amazing, oh my god. <laughs> and then you know they they did that website where they posted something new information every day where they'd be like here's a new item here's a new character here's a new piece of music and then and then here's freaking sonic the hedgehog because sonic the hedgehog is in this game and then we talked about this right at the end of that trailer when solid snake popped out that was when my head just completely melted off of my body my god brawl was amazing yeah and we um we uh i so i was managing a game crazy at the time and before Brawl came out, when we got the copies in early, I took one home and my entire staff stayed over at my house and we stayed up all night playing Brawl. <laughs> Dude, that's so awesome, though. Like, that, like stories like that are why, like, we're gamers, you know? Oh, it was the best. It was one of the best times ever. We all, we all went to my house and we freaking broke daylight on, on Smash Brothers and we were all tired the next day. We all went to work the next day. Of like, course. Even the people that were off, we were just, like, sitting there playing Smash Brothers all day because we didn't care. And uh, we had to keep playing it. We unlocked most of the characters, too. It was, oh, God, that was such a great night. Um, and then for Smash 4, it was, again, like, I, I just, every single one of the way they did those character reveals was just absolutely nuts. Because, you know, for as, as, as enthralled as I was with all the characters that hit and brawl, then they just started making dreams come true. It's like, hey, you know what we got? We got Pac-Man. <laughs> you want Pac-Man? We got Pac-Man in this thing. <laughs> You like Little Mac? You like Punch Out? Guess what? Little Mac's in freaking Smash Brothers now, and he's tiny and he's awesome. Oh, and freaking Mega Man is in it. Oh God, the Mega Man stage, the Mega Man music. Oh my God, they did they did such good work with Mega Man. I love this series so much, and I can't believe we're gonna get a new one. I'm just blah blah blah. I think you need a period of cool down now. Uh... I think yeah, you, I think you, take, let's, uh, you could take a break. <laughs> yeah, let's let's get started on the music. So uh, we're just going to we basically picked three tracks from each one of the Smash Brothers games, all four of them. 
And uh, we're just going to give them a listen and talk about them, because that's what we do here on this show. Yeah, buddy. And we're just going to celebrate the Smash Brothers series. So, the first track is coming to us from the original Super Smash Brothers for Nintendo 64. And this is going to be the opening cutscene. Uh, we're going to be listening to all the opening cutscenes from this series, because it's you know pretty much the most iconic original music from any of these games, besides the menu music, which is also awesome. But um, these ones, some of them have... Uh, some sound effects in them, like uh, the melee opening. I could not find a sound effect free version of it, and uh, this is a the highest quality N sixty four one I could find. Though it does have the Japanese uh, intro where they say Nintendo All Stars and Super Smash Brothers at the end instead of just screaming Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> so um, this track was done by Hirokazu Ando. Uh, he's pretty much no, we've talked about him on the show before. He's done most of the Kirby series. Mm-hmm. So. Um, he actually did pretty much all of the Smash Brothers, the original Smash Brothers soundtrack. Because this was before things got really out of hand with the composers. Yeah, wow. So, uh, here we go. Let's kick it off. Here's the opening from the original Super Smash Brothers by Hirokazu Ando. Enjoy. smash brothers there's so much going on it's so busy but it's, it's great it's uh first thought i had was it's like the intro to anything um it, it's an overture there's a couple of different pieces that play and they come yeah. together it's very much an overture it is and it's it's more it's less um i guess focused than any of the other like once you get to the other uh intros for the other games there's a very clear like this is what this game's theme is for the other three games. This one's just kind of um. I mean, really, the thing that they hit on most in it is the the Pokemon theme. The dun 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 dun. dun right. Wait, or is that Star Fox? What am I doing? I don't know. I think it is Star Fox. Who are you? Are you Chris? Are you an imposter? Am I doing a show with an imposter? Whoa! Yeah, no, that's Star Fox. Right, anyway, man. yeah, it's 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 a it's a strange little piece. Um, as a lot of the you know unique music in this game is kind of on the strange end, but yeah, it it's it's tying a lot to the visuals of what's happening in this yeah. uh, intro. You know, like the master hand dropping the dolls onto the, the table or whatever that premise is supposed to be, and then the the toys come to life and beat the crap out of each other for yeah. master hand. 
I, I, I mean, when they try to weave a narrative into Smash Brothers, like, you, I'm sorry, you can't make this make sense. No, yeah. <laughs> you got really a lot of different universes and time periods and just, it's like that scene in Austin Powers is like, don't think too hard, just enjoy it. Or the theme song to Mystery Science Theater. Yes. I should really uh, just relax. Yeah, that's a good one right there. But it's still a pretty good tune. Sure, I mean, yeah. I, I don't really have a ton to say about it. It's just nah. kind of a... The the sta- the stage music in the original Smash Brothers was some of my favorite pieces of uh, music from the original Smash, mm-hmm. but even those have been so completely driven away by stuff that happened later. Because um, you know, at the end of the day, they were still very Nintendo sixty four sounding, and I don't love that sound. <laughs> but um, we do have a couple other really interesting pieces from Smash Brothers, so let's move on to the next one, which is the. Um, uh, character select or the menu music. Uh, no, we're just we're just, this is character select. The menu music was really really ambient. Uh, in this game, it was just very very. <laughs> just, there wasn't much to it. Um, but the character select was was definitely a a song and definitely something that I I remember quite fondly. So uh, this is again by Hirokazu Hirok oh, Hirokazu Ando, and uh, this is the character select music. So enjoy. select screen yeah i mean that's another uh bass heavy track actually bass is very uh uh leading in that mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> sorry it's just it's nice and jazzy it's not quite marvel versus capcom 2 levels of jazzy <laughs> no one no one is threatening to take us for a ride no. <laughs> but uh <laughs> it is it definitely has its its own little little jazzy bit of energy going on there it's a uh, I, I love it. It's, you know, it's this this these three tracks are far from my favorites of the night. Of course, but they're they're so interesting just from a historical perspective, and really the just the uh, the nostalgia that's dripping all over these tracks from how much time I dumped into this game. Oh, absolutely! It was so much fun. It's so different. It's such a unique game. Yeah, it still is. Yeah, they're really nobody has successfully replicated it. There really, yeah, there really isn't. Uh... You know, things like Marvel Capcom stand on its own, the Street Fighter series or franchise, mm-hmm. you know, even things like Virtual Fighter and, and Mortal Kombat, they're they're all their own thing to a certain extent. Uh, Smash is definitely something that uh, it really stands apart from the crowd and it's very um, noticeable, like uh, or mm-hmm. noticeable is not the words. It's very identifiable. Yeah. Like this is a... It's- as other games try to imitate it, it was like it was the same thing as like Street Fighter clones back in the mm-hmm. day. Like you know a Smash clone, we see it because you're you've got small characters in open arenas that control a certain type of way, and the idea is to like knock them out of the ring instead of you know kill them or whatever. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, 
Why not imitate the best, right? Sure. Yeah. No, imitation is the most sincerest form of flattery. Um, yep. But whatever. <laughs> nothing's nothing right. Smash. Nothing. Yeah. Exactly. Nothing else is Smash. Kind of like nothing else is Mario Kart. <laughs> you know, that's another one too. That's a that's another episode for another day. But that's another one too. That's like yeah. y'all tried so. People have come closer to succeeding. Like there have been yes. genuinely good, you know, Mario Kart ripoffs out there. Like Crash Team Racing is a good game. Mm. Uh, Diddy Kong Racing is a good game. Yes. Um, I I can't think of any genuinely good Smash clones. Like PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. No, thank you. The TMNT Smash Up. Like no. Nope. <laughs> just, uh, just nah. Even Jump Superstars, for as as hilarious as it is to have all those characters in one game, still wasn't a great game. So. Anyway, this last track from the original Super Smash Brothers that I picked is uh is such a it's 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 a really cool song, I think. Uh this comes from the how to play segment. So this is you know basically the tutorial thing where they just kind of showed you how the basics of the game worked. Um and it's just a little live demo that they show you and it's super cool and this is just a great tune. So um let's uh, sit back and enjoy How to Play again by Hirokazu Ando on Super Smash Brothers for Nintendo 64. Thank you. 
everything exploded. <laughs> That's a really good track, actually. Isn't that, isn't that a cool tune? I got lost in it, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's almost hard to like kind of pick out exactly where it loops, you know? It's just there's there's just so much cool stuff going on. It's real kind of jazzy with like that weird harpsichord thing or whatever going on in the background. Right. Yeah, you don't you don't hear a lot of harpsichord in uh, you know, modern music. Like I don't know if that's supposed to, that's the thing. It's a freaking N64, so it could be a harpsichord or it could be just that was supposed to be acoustic guitar. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's a really good point. <laughs> hey, N64 sound, it really do. But it's regardless, that's just still really cool. And again, it's I didn't really notice how how bass heavy this stuff is. This mm -hmm. was really the bass is real prominent in this one. And it's not like um the sound of the bass is not just that kind of low end. There's a, uh, you know, they 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 use the funk parts, like the funk yeah. sound you would you would hear the the pops and the like slap bass and stuff. Yeah, there's definitely a, a, a some some funky flavors floating around in here. <laughs> <laughs> well, way to go here, Kazuando. Yeah, man, always way to go. Love it. All right. Let's move on to Super Smash Brothers Melee. Yeah, buddy. So our fourth track is going to be the opening by Shogo Sakai, who is the composer for Mother 3, a game that has never been out here in America before. I don't think I've ever even heard of it. Oh, uh, it's the sequel to Earthbound. Oh. Why is it 3, then? Because Earthbound is Mother 2. Then where's Mother 1? was on NES also didn't come out in America <laughs> until recently it came out on the uh, came out on the Wii U virtual console as Earthbound Beginnings look at that the mother 3 is where Lucas hails from you'll remember Lucas from Super Smash Brothers Brawl yes. the other Earthbound character yeah so tada Shogo Sakai Man, did mother just 3 learning and stuff. Uh, various Kirby games through throughout the years uh, so this is a, this is an iconic piece of music right here. And if you were a GameCuber, then, uh, you will recognize this well. So enjoy the opening from Super Smash Brothers Melee. jump forward huh? seriously 
what an incredible leap forward in sound quality and just just everything about that just wow what a what a piece of music that's a true like overture it really is it's just it doesn't really pull in a lot of pieces like actual pieces from the music that it that like the characters that are on the screen but it's just such a, a what a wonderful wonderful piece of music and god just think th- this was such an exciting time because um we had never heard nintendo games sound like this before yeah right because we're coming out of the the n64 era when everything sounds like you know that <laughs> when, <laughs> whatever that on, was whatever that is and then everything <laughs> on saturn and playstation is all cd quality music sure yeah so we hadn't we hadn't gotten anything like this out of nintendo before we hadn't didn't get like fmv cutscenes out of nintendo because that was barely possible on the n64 right so you know when they showed this off in this crazy opening sequence with these ridiculously detailed you know samus fighting ridley and and the ice climbers and you know bowser and donkey kong and all this crazy stuff it was it was just incredible it was mind mind uh, annihilating it was more than mind blowing <laughs> it was mind annihilating it was just it was just incredible and uh it's and it's on top of that, it's just a damn good piece of music. Oh, absolutely. I mean... It's just a really great theme. Yeah, I mean, game aside, you take away the game, you strip away the, the IPs and all that. So it's a it's a brilliant piece of music in general. Oh, it really is. The uh, And, and you, you definitely have a very, very specific theme. Like, these themes uh, just go th- all throughout this... Uh, this Really throughout the franchise, even. They, they call back to these a lot. Like, the... Um, then they they do that in like the battlefield stage and final destination and i mean like this was this was really where the this is mega man 2 right here you know what i mean this is like super smash brothers was this laid the foundation melee was where this series came into its own and so much so in every regard including musically just really really hit its stride here and it just, as far as I'm concerned, it just kept getting better. Um, all right. <laughs> no, I mean, like, there's nothing to add. The only thing I could think of was, uh, you know, most television shows start, they get their first season, and they don't hit their stride till two and three, and this is right on par with that. It, it really is. And especially with this next piece of music right here, because if, oof, oof, if there's a piece of music that anybody remembers from Smash Brothers Melee, it's this next track, which is the menu music. This was what played through all the menus. It did. I, if I remember correctly, there wasn't a se- separate music for when you got to the character select screen. This was all the menus and just the amount of time pouring over that character select screen, trying to choose who you were going to be and whatnot. Oh my God, this music, this music right here, just the ever this the the first note alone gets me every single time I hear it because it's just so specific and the number of hours I poured into this thing. Here is the menu menu one music by Hirokazu Ando again. Uh, what what a guy to com- <laughs> uh, to to compose this great music for this series. So uh, enjoy. <laughs>
that right there, that's the Smash Brothers theme. Yeah. Like, as far as I guess I would say most people are concerned, it's not my Smash Brothers theme, which we'll get to in a little <laughs> Hashtag bit. Hashtag not mine. Uh, <laughs> Hashtag not mine. No, I, I have a I I have a favorite song tonight, like by a long shot. Um, and this was not it, but this is one of my favorites. This is such a great tune. There's something about this. There's something about the instrumentation here. There's something about the slightly lo-fi sound that just yeah. is so... Because, right, it's just like ever there, so slightly lower fidelity than you'd expect, but it's it's so perfect. I, it's right, so perfect. It, right, it, it lends itself um, to almost the subject matter, despite... Um, excuse me. <clears throat> despite being the next installation in the series and, and, you know, beefing up its roster and taking on more IPs, um it's it's almost like a an endearing slash charming quality about it being lo-fi ish mm. i i yeah. can be a, a stickler for that kind of stuff but if it's intentional then like oh yeah then go for it but if it's just poorly recorded or whatever i'm like come on y'all could have done better than that Nah, i think it's all the crazy amounts of compression they had to do to get all the scene information yeah. on those mini gamecube discs back then but those uh, things were tiny <laughs> they really were Way to fight piracy, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what I really like about this is you know, just compositionally speaking, it's such a it's such a perfect piece of music because it's just the right combination of intense and menu. You know what I mean? Like, it's not so crazy, like really thumping, like super high energy, but it's it does have that those kind of aspects to it. But at the same time, it's just it's just reserved enough to just, you know, get you pumped but also not make you feel anxious while rooting through the menus because there was so much to see uh it's it's just a it is just about as perfect as this song could have possibly been no absolutely it's um i think it's an invigorating track and it's like pumping you up to get out there and and smash i mean you know that's what you 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 put this game on because you want to you want to brawl with everyone and like you know in these big uh exaggerant versions of levels in the universes the characters come from and you know like we said before like they, these guys would never be in the same universe ever yeah, you, you can't make sense of samus and mario running into each yeah, other and then fighting you know so yeah yeah like you just like let's go let's go let's get out there and let's do this and it is perfect for that in every conceivable way oh absolutely mag freaking nificent <laughs> all right next track up is break the targets one of the things I I love about the Smash games is these weirdo little side side quest thingies that they do. Is these little like break the targets or you know race to the finish and all these other little goofy little things. And uh, this uh, break the targets music pretty darn cool. I think this one is by Hirokazu Ando. I couldn't find. I have a I have one version of this soundtrack that breaks everything down by like here's all the artists involved, <laughs> all you know, twenty five people of them. at at all. And then there's um, a, another version of the soundtrack I downloaded that breaks most of it down. Um, but I think uh, the way it breaks this one down is, is just says HAL Laboratory. I think this is Hirokazu Ando. I think. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and attribute this to him, but uh, with the grain of salt that I could be wrong. So anyway, here is Break the Targets from Super Smash Brothers Melee. <laughs>
<laughs> that actually might be one of my favorites thus far. Oh, it's great. <laughs> it's, 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 it's so great. I love and, it. But the problem is I can't exactly place why. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 got, it's got such a good driving beat. Like, it's really energetic. Yeah. Um, but it's also just, it's got that kind of spacey little like going on to the background. Because all these stages take place in that weird, like, bluish open space, like Matrix Tron looking place or whatever. Right. So it's, yeah. The, it's the, everything in these things is so abstract. And I just, I like how it's got that really cool little bit of dynamic to it where it kind of pulls itself back in and does that crazy, jazzy piano solo thing before it goes back into uh, just being a really badass rhythm and just just going to town i love it i love it no it's it's definitely i mean you know mini games you know you could they're hit or miss sometimes no pun intended so i mean music for them uh, is also hit or miss and i think i think this is a very strong hit it is a very very strong one okay um it is time to move on to uh the music that we know Mr. Matt here is familiar with because yes, this is the music from Smash Brothers Brawl. Yep. And uh this is an incredible incredible theme song. Um and you know why this song was so incredible, Matt? No, sir, you tell me why it was so incredible. I'll tell you why it was so incredible. <laughs> because it was written by Nobuo Uematsu. Boom. The Final Fantasy guy, the Chrono Trigger guy, the Last Story guy, like that absolutely <laughs> legendary composer. They tapped him to do uh, the main theme for Super Smash Brothers Brawl, and boy, did this guy knock it out of the park. Uh, this is definitely my favorite theme in the franchise, although yeah. it's not my favorite rendition. That's coming up next. Uh, but this right here is a freaking masterpiece. Uh, it's epic beyond any reason like it's unreasonably <laughs> epic and i freaking adore it I, I every every ounce of it right down to the latin lyrics being sung by a choir it's just so crazy uh so here we go here is the main theme from super smash brothers brawl by nobuo uimatsu enjoy i'm gonna
if you had never, if you didn't know this was related to Smash Brothers, like you'd think this is some sort of like Lord of the Rings style epic, right? I mean, dude, this, dude, this is, is so over the top. This is like the difference between a high school rendition of like, you know, um, Phantom of the Opera versus going to see it on Broadway with, <laughs> you know, David Hasselhoff as, you know, the Phantom or something. <laughs> It's, 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 it's out of control. It's so big and it's so, oh, God, it's like drenched in texture and dynamic. The, yeah, it's the stunning. choir, like every, I, you know, sometimes uh, I watch videos about um, the making of the music for, you know, whatever, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, you know, and you see these full-on hundred-piece orchestras and John Williams at the helm, uh, you know, Hans Zimmer. And uh, and that's exactly what I see when I'm, like, listening to this. I envision a hundred-plus-piece orchestra, 50-piece choir singing in Latin. It's just... Like, I think... Personally, I think it's a testament to the love that has gone into the series from the fans from the players i think now you know someone was like listen this game is huge we really need to be huge about it you know not just because of the ip roster not because of you know the levels the the fan you know it's it's just it's bigger than I th- i'll always think that this game is infinitely bigger than they ever anticipated even when even when it blew up I, I don't think that they understood what they were doing, like the scope of what was about to happen. Mm-hmm. And then this music is just a testament to where it was uh, and where it's going. Yeah. And even though it got a ton of backlash from the Melee community, who still swears that Melee eh. is the greatest thing that's ever happened. Whatever. I liked this game more than Melee because it had more of what I liked in it. Like, I still thought the game was super fun to play, even though it was a bit slower than Melee. I didn't care because I never got into all the technical stuff. Sure. It was just it was more characters, more detail, more museum stuff, more music, more everything. It was I, just I hate, everything. Everything. I, I hate to, to use the 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 term fan service, but it almost is like a a better serving of fan service. Definitely, yeah. It you was. Know. I I love this game, and I love this freaking ridiculous over the top theme. <laughs> All right, so now it is time for my favorite show, my favorite song of the evening, my favorite rendition of my favorite Smash Brothers theme. This is the menu music from Smash Brothers Brawl, which I think is is just as just as darn near perfection as you can get. Uh this was um again the original composition was by Nobuo Uematsu. This was arranged though uh by Shogo Sakai again from uh from Melee Mother 3 various Kirby titles. So hooray for that. Uh this is this is a masterpiece. So let us enjoy menu music from Smash Brothers Brawl.
So where do I even begin with this? <laughs> I I don't I don't know. Uh, All right. So first. Yeah, I got this. I got this. I, I can begin with this one. All right. So first off, you're coming off that crazy, ridiculous, over-the-top, most epic thing in the universe main theme. And then he started, and this thing is, if you listen to this on its own, this is pretty darn epic. Like, whoa, this is serious business right here. But it's still a step down from the, the Latin choir in the previous one. <laughs> so you're still like, okay, but it's got that crazy cool drum beat, the, that that's all snare drum kind of military esque beat going on. So you still like got that kind of driving rhythm going. Like, all right, I'm a I'm a punch something. I'm gonna knock me out of Pikachu right now. It's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got that that whole business going. It just kind of keeps building up, like with the the horns, like that's that mm-hmm. second piece, like that kind of like call and answer thing. Because you know you still got the da 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 going on, but then it kind of follows up with like, da 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 da. It's just like so freaking crazy good. And then it just kind of goes all throughout the like everything that kind of happened in that main one, but less dynamic because it's kind of keeping that whole thing steady because it's still freaking menu music. But the way this thing loops, the way it just brings right back around to that. Oh, it's ridiculous. One of my favorite loops I ever heard. It's so good. It's so good. I can't even handle it. I can't even handle how good this music is. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god uh, I'm, I'm i'm inclined to just say yeah because i can't follow that man i could listen to this like all freaking day too like i'm even tuning out listening to this like because it's just ingrained in my head i i went upstairs for a drink of water like we took a quick break and i, I could have just put this on and i would have just hummed it in my head the whole time and not missed a single note because nope. i just know it so well even in smash 4 i make this the menu music more because you can change the percentages of when things shows up i was like 50 percent. i want this showing up at least half the time <laughs> <laughs> i love this song so much it's 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 perfect God, no, it's so absolutely. Good. It's it's definitely it, it is my I think it's my all time favorite of, of the Smash series, you know, not counting the actual IPs. Um, it's 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 so f-ing epic. <laughs> it is. Just, wow. NSFW over here. I mean, it's there's there's no other way to put it. I mean, yes, mm. we got that that crazy you know epicness for the intro um but how do you how do you follow that up you know like this yes exactly like this exactly like this so i mean good job everyone like it's just i don't don't (laughs) good job team way to bring it home (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, really way to bring it home like I I don't know what to say anymore. Like I I'm I I was immediately like transported back to sitting on my living room floor and 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 playing this game and you know it, it's it's just great stuff. It's funny how back then I didn't think too much of uh, of the music. You know, so a lot of the times I think prior to doing this podcast, so I'll, I'll give you kind of a big thanks to that. Uh, prior to doing this podcast, uh, music for me was, you know, if it was something that really stood out, it really had to stand out. Because nine times out of ten, I was so, I guess, I don't want to say obsessed, but I was so um, more about beating the game and, and enjoying the content and stuff. And for whatever reason, the music never really, if it didn't grab me immediately, it wasn't going to be something that was going to grab me. But this is something that, this is something that I I remember being like, wow, this is pretty damn good. Like this is, and and like we keep saying, like 
we're going to get out there and punch the crap out of things like <laughs> in in the grand scope of it this is definitely music that makes me want to go out there and punch the crap out of things like if 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 getting together with my tribe and sharpening axes was something you know i did this might be what i'd play while i was doing it <laughs> yeah like i want I can- I, want I would hammer. I would hammer metal in a forge to this music. Absolutely. <laughs> Very like Mad Max, uh, the last Mad Max with the guy on the you know the guitar and the speakers. This is what's playing over those speakers as we're like, you know, going into war. If that was the case, I would have liked Mad Max a lot more than I did. Yeah, you know, it's each their own. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is a this is a sharp sharp ninety degree turn, but I love this track so darn much I couldn't not make it my third pick. Because uh, there's you know there's a lot of good there's a lot of good stuff in in these these games like there's stuff like Final Destination and whatnot and I I I didn't include any of them because I just kept I wanted to only stick with three and this one just especially in Brawl just kind of grabs me I love this this freaking one this is the uh, the Wi-Fi waiting room so while you're waiting to connect online mm-hmm. this is the one that plays and it is it's it's just silly <laughs> it's it's just silly. Uh, this was uh, same situation as the previous one. Uh, Oimatsu's original score arranged by Shogo Sakai. Um, so here it is. Brawl Wi-Fi Waiting Room. Enjoy. so ridiculous <laughs> but it's not like tell me that's not some of the best like waiting music oh my god it's great it's, it's like it's fantastic i was uh, you know I'm, I'm surprised that this wasn't like a soyo oka piece like it just sounds like the kind of thing that would have come out of like a super nintendo era menu uh it's just it's just so great the little spanish sound that's got to it like it's just like this cute little almost salsa version. It's just it's just ridiculous. I love well, it. It's it's funny that you said that it, you're surprised it, it or it it throws back to the Super Nintendo menus. I mean, I I mean, who are we to say that it wasn't intentional? You know, that's true. I you're mean, lo- it very well could have been. Um, you're, you're looking at a series that's deriving its uh, content from you know previous ips mm-hmm. and stuff so but yeah that the the latin flair the the very nylon string acoustic guitar and even the yeah so good and and it what is like like what do you figure that is like a 25 second loop maybe it's yeah it's not not very long great yeah it's it's just perfect it's just it's just perfect for a for a wi-fi waiting room i never got sick no. waiting for matches to start from listening to that ridiculous music i love it and then even as you said like it's it's kind of like uh like ludicrous in some expect so when it when it stops it's like <laughs> 
and it dies out and then it goes and you know and it yeah, jumps it just back comes in. just right back in it's almost comical i love it yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> all right well we're we're uh moving on to the last game uh and the last game would be super smash brothers for wii u uh this is the opening theme and uh it is a darn good one at that um brawl was a hard one to, uh tough act to follow as evident by my freak out <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so let's see the um the way this was written um in my soundtrack is uh the opening by Bandai Namco Studios arrangement supervisor Junichi Nakatsuru, uh who is known for the Soul Calibur series Tekken Five and Six and the Ace Combat series. So I don't know specifically if if um uh Nakatsuru is the the one who composed this piece or if they just did this specific arrangement. But since this specific arrangement is the original piece, I think I'm going to credit it to Nakatsuru. So (laughs) (laughs) I'll allow it. Yeah, that was some of this soundtrack did get a a tad on the confusing side. I think I have like for the tracks we're going to be listening to in the coming weeks. I think I have the majority of this figured out. But um, these these couple of ones, I don't really know exactly who to officially attribute the composition of this music to. But um, so we're we're gonna say probably uh, Junichi Nakatsuru, but it is officially attributed to Bandai Namco Studios. So here is the opening to Super Smash Brothers for Wii U or Smash Four as we call it. Enjoy. Totally different flavor of epic. Of course, S- less ridiculous than the last one, than the last epic. It's uh, like it's like going from uh, someone like Hans Zimmer to uh, Tyler Bates. Yeah, and you know what? What's really cool about, especially comparing this to Smash Brothers Brawl, uh, it really fits the overall kind of. I guess one of the themes of this game was really 
a bit more back to basics. Like mm-hmm. it really cleaned up a lot of things and was more in line with the gameplay of Melee, but just an incredibly balanced game and very clean. Um, there was a there was of course excess because this is a Sakurai game and Sakurai does excess. Like he's got ridiculous <laughs> menus on top of menus on top of menus and uh, everything is excessive. But at the same time, this one was just such a, a such a cleaner presentation. It was the first Smash Brothers in HD. And mm-hmm. um, this is just more concise and to the point. Um, they didn't try to do a giant sprawling connected story like the Subspace Emissary. They were just like, we're just going to make this as fun and balanced and good looking and good sounding as we can. And uh, I feel like this theme really sums that kind of mentality up because it is very concise and to the point. It is appropriately epic without going too far over the top like it's. And also in that the character designs themselves aren't quite as, I guess, opulent as the uh, brawl ones were, you know, like they kind of went really hyper detailed on a couple of things, whereas like, um, you know, you could see all the individual stitches on Mario's overalls and brawl. And in this one, he just looked more like Mario Mm -hmm. Uh, and that really worked for them in the. You got to give the just the hugest nod to the art direction in the Smash Brothers series because they take this insane situation of having Bayonetta stand next to Pac-Man standing next to Mario and it all looks natural because they've managed to like combine the original art direction for these characters with this one kind of unified direction for the Smash Brothers games and make it work and that is completely insane when you really think about it like this shouldn't look as good as it does but it works every single character on the roster freaking works and it's just nuts to me yeah (laughs) (laughs) no but you're not wrong i mean it yeah like like hats off to the art direction again going back to what we were saying earlier about having um these ips these universes exist together on the same plane is is you know it's a tough feat and then when you get into the next gen systems and and so forth you know the tech gets better and you know the art direction they they do their jobs they they make them look like they exist in the same plane like you're right and then and then the music so back to the music um i actually like that track uh i probably i think i liked it more than i thought i would i like the part i like i definitely like kind of the um the metal part because it definitely that's you know, have you seen this intro? I mean, I know you haven't really played this version of Smash at all. No, I, I had a feeling there'd be something that accompanied it. It's uh that's where all the third party characters are. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> when they when that, that starts going, you get Sonic, you get Mega Man, you get Pac-Man. It's like, oh, all right. <laughs> no, I mean that's that's fantastic. Um Yeah, that that part really kind of you know, it without seeing it, something would I feel like I would be um I'd have some kind of indicator that, um, you know, there would be, uh, like villainous intent there, you know, the dark, the darkness comes in, mm-hmm. everyone's, everyone's fighting on these, you know, happy, beautiful, picturesque, uh, landscapes. And then comes the, you know, the, the, I don't even know the dark side of Hyrule and, you know, the, the vastness of space from Star Fox and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. This is a 
This is just a. I'm I'm trying to bring it up right now. I think it's it starts with a Sonic running around. Do do do. They're showing all the uh the crazy final smash moves and whatnot. Yeah, here you go. So it's um Pac Man. Pac Man's first <laughs> with the heavy metal guitar. Then Sonic going supersonic, and then it closes off with Mega Man doing all his crazy Mega Man moves and fighting the Yellow Devil, and and then it just goes back into like you know Smash Brothers proper where everyone's running around being smash brothers but uh <laughs> and like i love that that's like that's the tip of the iceberg on third-party characters and in, in, in smash 4 oh, yeah. i love the roster in this game like ah uh, and i can't wait to get to some of those songs i cannot wait to get to the yeah there's, there's some ugh. there's some really good stuff we're we're waiting on yeah there's some some great stuff on the way and i, I love i love that there's probably going to be a handful of tracks that you haven't heard before because I know a lot of the best stuff is coming from Brawl, but there's a handful of stuff from Smash 4 that's just like, wow. This <laughs> is really, really wow. Uh, so anyway, uh, this, this next one here is going to be our last track of the night before we uh, send you off uh, into, uh, into the sweet, sweet beyond, I guess. <laughs> that, I got <laughs> that got dark. That got dark. Cue the metal music. <laughs> Master Hand is coming. Oh, no. To take you away. Uh, so we're going to listen to, like we've done with all the rest of them, we're going to listen to the menu music, which is uh, which is quite good. It's another uh, rousing rendition of this wonderful piece of music, uh, the menu music. This was, again, uh, attributed to Bandai Namco Studios, arrangement supervisor Junichi Nakatsuru, who I think wrote this thing. So there you go, menu music.
There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know, I used up all my freak out on that. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see if I can fake. No, I'm just kidding. That's another great um, epic piece. Uh, certainly more toned down than previous pieces, but I think it fits the um, the it fits the tone of the series. Um, what I think I I think my favorite part about that piece actually is for for quite a while uh, there's an electric guitar sitting in the mix. It's like it's a yeah. little buried. You hear it just with a little bite, and then it comes out and it gives, you know, it does its thing and stuff. And I think. Uh, I think the accompaniment is really just well done there. I mean, uh, pa- the, all the passages, you know, these big sweeping mm-hmm. building pieces into, you know, it, you know, just playing on the dynamics again. Uh, the phrasing is just gorgeous. Again, it's, it's another uh, really wonderfully composed piece of music because that's the thing, like... You know, you could be a guy that sits with Fruity Loops or Reason or something and puts a little stuff together, and you might consider yourself a composer. But when you're making stuff like this, that's when you can call yourself a composer. Yeah, no, I, I would, I would. You're, you're not wrong on on any front here. This is just a, this is just really just a well put together piece. And and like like I was saying before, it's just, it's kind of all about just being really really good. Um, this Smash for Wii U and 3DS, um, I, I said I was just going to call it Smash 4 and I keep not doing it, but Smash 4 was, <laughs> it was, it was such a great culmination of everything that had come before it. Um, it really took the best qualities of all the games that came before it with, uh, the exception of a couple of like strange little pieces that, you know, like it didn't have the ice climbers because they wouldn't work in the 3DS version. Uh, you know, like a lot of little concessions were made because there were two versions of the game. Right. But, um, really this was just such a marvelous, uh, just everything that came before it. This was the culmination of that. And one of the things that I'm kind of excited for about this new smash is to see where they go from here. Like, is it going to be attempting to further refine what they already did? Or are they going to treat it kind of like, like a, a bold reinvention of it? Like, you know, Breath of the Wild or even Mario Odyssey. Not like mm. that. It was like a... No, not that Odyssey was a bold reinvention so much as it was just like, let's go back to what made the best Mario games work and just focus on that. And um, I'd like, really like to see... Uh, I'm, I'm just... I'm so curious where it's going to go from here. But this, in particular, was just such a... It's so well-crafted. It is so fi- such a finely-tuned piece of music. It just... It works, again, so perfectly for uh, what it is. Absolutely. I mean... The series from from start to present has been just, you know, it, it's like when you pour a beer too fast and the foam grows and it and it froths over, you know. That's that's the fan base. That's the content. That's the music. The composers. Everything that comes to this series just gets bigger and better. The graphics, you know, it just gets bigger and better. So, uh, you know, I I I want to switch personally. So if any of you listeners out there wants to buy me a Switch, <laughs> my birthday's in October, Christmas is always in December, you could buy me a Switch. I, with the announcement of a new Smash, I've really been leaning heavily on it. So maybe by the time the new Smash comes out, I'll have a Switch and then we can brim over how 
awesome that music is or terrible no, or whatever you know what i mean <laughs> so I, I can't imagine a world where it'd be terrible no i'm like just in the background while we're talking right now i'm looking at this uh trailer compilation of all the trailers for all the character reveals in smash mm-hmm. and like in smash 4 and it's just it's just so just remembering seeing all these trailers for the first time was just this whole thing was so freaking magical every single time that little smash flame ball thing would show mm-hmm. up and They'd be like, "Well, who is this now?" And I just got done watching the Rosalina one, and now now it's on the the little Mac one, which was really freaking cool too. I oh, think man. I think that's the other thing about the game, about the series that has been, um, something that's so steady is when when a new game is announced and they do the character reveals. There's so many people that are fans of this games, these games rather, and everyone has a character. You know, like you, you were blown the f away when they put uh, um, Pit yeah. in, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I was so taken aback by by Solid Snake, and and other characters too. They they pop Mega Man, you know. So so now there's such an anticipation. So not only is it just another installment in what is probably of one of the most successful franchises in Nintendo history, but mm-hmm. uh. It, there's such an anticipation for who made the cut this time. How big is the roster this time? What mm-hmm. you know? What IPs did they get now? Like, and and what are they doing with them? Because you know, I was watching a handful of videos too, and I saw a couple of weird ones, like uh, something from the Wii Fit. You know, there was oh a little... the Wii Fit trainer. Yeah, I loved that reveal. <laughs> that got people so salty. And like I, because I, I played the crap out of Wii Fit, I lost a ton of weight thanks to Wii Fit. Like hey. that was my exercise program. I am well acquainted with the Wii Fit trainer from that <laughs> game. So the how spot on that character was in Smash is wonderful to me, and I really hope she's back. I <laughs> but really you do. see what I mean. Like you yeah. said that that gamers were salty about it. Like okay, great, they got a little troll. They they got a little bit of a troll on for you. But but when someone says to you. New Smash Brothers is coming out, right? You got these expectations. Oh, who from Legend of Zelda is going to be there? Who from whatever? And someone's like, nah, dude, they got the Wii Trainer. And you're like, WTF, the Wii <laughs> Trainer. And then you're like, okay, all right. Once you get past the initial shock, you go, all right, how are they going to combat ties, if that's even a word? How are they going to weaponize the Wii Fit Trainer? You know what I mean? Like and the uh, way they did it was brilliant. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely brilliant. I was watching some gameplay footage and I was just like, wow, that's impressive. So there's such a precedent set by Smash. And now with the new one coming out, like I, I haven't, like I said, you know, at the top of the show, I've only played Brawl. But I'm actually genuinely excited for the newest iteration of the game. And I am I think when this is all said and done, I'm going to look at the uh, the announcement trailers and see who's available so far because i'm very curious yeah you you mean like to see who was in smash 4 or um oh, they haven't just, announced anyone for the news oh no nothing's come out yet they just announced the there was there was a a brilliant yes brilliant move at the last nintendo direct where mm-hmm. they announced all this new splatoon information yep and then they were like all right here's just one more thing and they, and they start splashing around the, the inklings yeah. and i'm just like this is Smash, because this is because that 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 little reveal was a remake of the uh, the original Splatoon reveal, right? Like the first game, and I was like, are they like remastering the first Splatoon for 3DS or some garbage like that? And I was like, 
what if this is smash and then the the inkling girl turns around and the smash ball is reflecting in her eye <laughs> i just lost my damn mind I, I was on the couch with my kid watching it and i was just like i felt like i was his age i just felt like i was a four-year-old sitting on the couch like and that's the brilliance of this series, especially now with such the dedicated fan base, the competition still going. And, you know, people the fact that people are still drawing lines in the sand and saying Brawl is the competition. No, Melee is the comp. No, no, we're going to go. You know, that really says a lot about its fan base. Um, uh, one of the things in, in watching the reveal... Uh, that you just spoke about with the opening with Splatoon. Mm-hmm. I remember I, I'm not a fan of watching other people react videos. Oh, but, but I know which one you're talking about. Mm-hmm. There was a whole set of mm-hmm. reactions. Yeah, I watched that. I felt this. I felt the same way as all those people. So seeing losing my mind. So seeing the joy on some of those guys' faces, and I, you know. How you know if you've never played this series? One, where the hell have you been? Two, just go and watch a reaction of people's reactions, and you'll you'll understand why. Like, you know, we're sitting here and we're gushing over the music, but it's it's really just the tip of an iceberg for such a great franchise. It is. I mean, like what I'm what I'm on right now. I'm still in that video showing all the trailers, and this one's like this one really kind of breaks my heart to see. This was uh the um. God, what year was it? E3 2014, I think, mm-hmm. where they really blew the lid off of Smash Brothers, and they they had their freaking conference with Satoru Iwata fighting Reggie Fizame. Yes, like that crazy choreographed fight scene between two Nintendo executives, like just beating the crap out of each other. <laughs> and like, I miss Iwata so much. He was he is yeah. such a magical personality, and uh, but of course that it segued into unveiling that me characters were in Smash, and I remember being like. Oh, all right. <laughs> like that that cool fight thing before that was so cool, and then like oh me's because even I was done with me's at this point. I was just so over me characters, but they did wind up doing some really cool stuff with the me characters. I just no, I'm hoping that they don't come back in whatever the next Smash is because I I, just, I mean they really haven't been relying on me's too much, but. Yeah, and then they jump into the whole amiibo thing, and this is where I started to get a real first glimpse of all these amiibo figures mm-hmm. that would now like are, are on my desk at work, which I just adore every day. Um, but pff, man, <laughs> <laughs> this whole this whole series is pure magic, and where we're gonna go from here is where it just gets gets absolutely ridiculous. I cannot wait to start jumping into all the it, like the game music, like. This menu music stuff is all great and it's all wonderful and it makes me super happy, but it's holy nothing. crap on a pita. It's nothing compared to what we're gonna get to. That's it's like <laughs> this is this is the salad of our yeah. of our musical meal. And it is a great salad. It's oh, the yeah. best salad you ever had, but man, once we start getting into stuff, pfft, <laughs> <laughs> Is this these next these next bunch of episodes are just going to be so much fun? I'm so excited. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, that's that's it. That that is it for us this evening. Uh, that's our show. Join us next time when we will be continuing our Super Smash Brothers journey by highlighting the series music from the various Mario franchises. This was a hard episode to curate mm-hmm. because of all the characters featured in Smash, Mario has the most music. So, um, where every episode going forward is going to have multiple characters represented um just because when i say mario i don't mean specifically mario i mean the mario franchises i mean like everything from uh super mario brothers to 
you know, Mario Paint uh, I lumped into this episode. So um, he's getting an episode. His his franchise is getting an episode all to itself, and there is just some really really great stuff in there. Uh, so I'm really I'm really stoked for it. As always, we would love to hear everyone's thoughts and memories of the video games we discussed here today uh, and in all previous episodes, and you can do so on the Waveback Facebook page. Just search for Waveback on Facebook, and you'll find out more information about our next games as well as a nice, convenient place to talk about them. Of course, you can always still send us an email at mail at geekade.com, and while you're at it, check out all our social media channels, which you should totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already. And be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our site over at geekade.com. We're going to play you out tonight with the end credits from Smash 4. This track was arranged by uh, Torine, a.k.a. Eriko Sakurai. She is a Bandai Namco staffer who's worked on music from the Pac-Man Galaga Dimensions, Pokémon Tournament, and even Mario Kart Arcade GP. Um, I didn't use a lot of the credits music because, uh, I don't know, none of it really jumped out and grabbed me, but I thought this is, a, of all the credits music, I think this might have been my favorite one. So I think it's a good track to leave you off on this evening. Um, so so that's going to be it. Uh, look forward to E3 this coming. Well, let's see. This ep- episode is dropping on Monday, which will be right in the middle of E3. And the Smash Brothers uh, reveal stuff is going to be the very next day. So mm. on uh, boy, where's my where's my calendar here? Because I don't do dates. Well, I don't do numbers. <laughs> well, uh, clearly, you didn't say Smash 4. I, it's, yeah, it's true. June 12th. Uh, Tuesday, June twelfth is when we're gonna get the uh, all the Smash Brothers information. That's when Nintendo's uh, Nintendo Direct E three edition is gonna be happening, and I could not be more excited if I tried. So, um... <laughs> <sighs> all right, well, uh, thanks everyone for listening. Here's the credits music from Super Smash Brothers for Wii U and 3DS, aka Smash Four. Thanks for is. listening one more time, and good night.
Um, all right, real quick, I want to take a break. I need more water, like desperately. So I'll I'll be right back. That's totally fine. I'm going to see if Chris notices this and then slips it in at the end of the episode. If you guys want something really funny to watch, go to YouTube, type in Smash 4, Luigi wins against every level 9 CPU by doing absolutely nothing. It's 20 minutes long of Luigi just standing there and his opponent killing themselves. It is effing hysterical. <laughs> 